Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, everybody, we've got uh, a special bonus episode for you. Uh, some fans uh, have have gotten in touch with us, and they want they have questions, and I'm going to answer them, and we've invited them on, and we're very excited to meet them, and, and we can't wait to get to it. So let's bring on the group. So first we have uh, Michael and Brandy. Um, they are husband and wife, and they actually used quotes from Gilmore Girls in their vows. So they are oh big my goodness. fans. So we'll bring them in. Wow. Here they come. It's Michael and Brandy. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. How you doing? Where Where are you? Salt Lake City. Ah, oh, Salt Lake. Are you you getting ready for skiing? You, are you skiers? I'm really not a skier. Yeah. I'm an ice skater. All right. But... I don't really ski. As long as, you, as, long as you're out in the cold weather, that's that's all that matters, right? <laughs> Michael, how about we you? We enjoy the snow, but not much skiing and snowboarding. All right, all right, all right. I, I come out to Park City and enjoy uh, yeah. those glorious mountains over there. Um, yeah, they're, they're pretty awesome. They are. All right, so how you guys doing? Uh, you, you, you use some Gilmore dialogue in your wedding vows, from what I understand. Yeah. Yes, which, we did. which particular <laughs> pizzas of dialogue did you use? So I actually used yours <laughs> in mine, <laughs> the name of your podcast, actually, at the end of mine, I said, well, like your other favorite man in plaid, I am all in. Right. And so, and then she used uh, a little bit ahead in the series. She's the TJ, a TJ reference um, where she looked at me and she said, well, you know, the great thing about dresses, they're all comfortable, but they don't have any pockets. <laughs> and then, and then she continued to say, and I love you. <laughs> so. So, so, so romantic. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. Yep. laughs> well, that's great, guys. Um, 
So you, so what is, what is your question or questions that you have for me about season one? Um, my thing is, I mean, I've been listening to your whole podcast and I understand you don't like Max and I get that whole aspect, but my whole thing is, is that Max was there for Lorelai when she needed him to be there for Lorelai. So they, they came together because that's what she needed at the time. So she could see the difference between her old world and her new world. And I understand the whole aspect. I have a son, so I understand the whole thing of, well, if my son's teacher came at me, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> That's incorrect. But um, I don't know. I just, I think season one is such a, a base of what Gilmore is come to be. Um, it was a huge part of my life before I met him and I got my sister and my mom involved. And so we would watch it as a whole. Um, so what was your favorite part about doing this whole season? And actually, even with you watching it now, what do you remember? And what's your favorite part reminiscing in season one? Um, you know, that, and I've said it before, it's always going to be uh, the pilot episode. And the first day I came to set, because the first day, I came to set. I came a little early because uh, I was just so anxious to get out of the hotel and get on the set. And I was, you know, I wasn't a series regular. I was just a guest star on a pilot. So I had a little more, you know, I, I just had all this enthusiasm. Like, I, hey, I want to be a part of this. And and uh, I want to see these two girls in action because I knew that uh, 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 Lauren and Alexis were doing a scene in the diner before Lauren and I did our first scene. You know, I need coffee. And I said, you're a junkie, that kind of scene, that scene. Um, so I wanted to see those two work and I did it. I got there early and I got on the set and I watched them rehearse. And I just remember thinking, God, this is this chemistry between those two is so great. And this thing's got a real special feel about it. And then when I did, you know, I went through hair and makeup and wardrobe and the whole thing and, and came on the set and rehearsed. I just got an even better feeling working with Lauren. And, uh, when we started shooting, I mean, that's really when it hit me that, that there was something very special here. Um, between the two of us. And it was just a very easy, natural kind of uh, chemistry that, you know, we as actors hope for. Um, and it doesn't always happen. It doesn't mean anything other than, you know, um, um, you know, it's just not the one in a million kind of a, a coupling. And this kind of felt that way. So uh, I was, it's always going to be the pilot for me in that first scene. How was it to see, I mean, because I, I, we all notice it's like how much the set especially changes as the series develops, but that very first pilot episode, especially at like Emily and Richard's house, you see, okay, when the house completely changes from like episode one to the last episode, where how fun is it to see just the show develop and as you watch it develop at being behind the scenes, you go, okay, we've got something here. How, how fun is that as an actor to see that happening? Um, well, it's, it's thrilling. I mean, it was just thrilling to experience something that, um, you know, doesn't happen very often in Hollywood where you get on not only a hit show, but a show that you kind of feel is going to stand the test of time and it's going to be iconic. And, you know, it, it felt that way. It felt this could really become a seminal uh, show in the history of television. Not that we, you know, obsessed about it or thought about it or talked about it too much, but it was just, it, it was of such quality that, you know, we thought maybe we had a chance. And the fact that it's all come to fruition is all the more delightful because, you know, especially in getting back to how the sets have changed to come full circle around to your question. Um, part of your question was that the floor in Luke's diner to be very specific changed over time. Uh, it started out squeaky. It got squeakier. And that meant we had to redo those lines and looping stages um, every single episode. And then when Netflix came around, they built, uh, they had to rebuild the sets because those old Gilmore sets had been torn down and other productions were going in their movies or TV shows or that. So, uh, they had to completely rebuild all the sets and they put in these very spongy, quiet floors in Luke Steiner. So that it was really comfortable, uh, and very, very quiet. So, in fact, you could sit down and lie down and, you know, you'd be comfortable on the floors at Luke's, whereas before you'd be very cramped and uncomfortable and squeaky. Well, I mean, I've heard 
I've read different things. I've had the background, um, the DVDs, the behind the scenes, stuff like that. Um, how did you ever sit on the really super uncomfortable couch at Lorelai's house? Uh, yeah, many times. And it was, let me the tell you something like at, at two o'clock in the morning, that is like a, a, a wonderfully comfortable uh, bed. It, it, it's really soft and, you know, you, you take a load off and you, you get on that thing and you're happy to be there. It's, it's not uncomfortable to take your little breaks because you're standing all the time. Your back starts to hurt. Maybe. I mean, I was, you know, in my forties, so my back started <laughs> sort of like, okay, you got to sit down on the couch now. <laughs> one of the, um, one of the interviews with, well, Suki, Melissa McCarthy, she said that that couch was felt like bricks when you sat on it. So oh, really? it's funny that I wonder if it changed different huh. if they were different. Couches. No, I always love that couch. I love that couch. And, and and whenever we did a scene, Lauren and I did a scene in there and we're sitting there watching TV, having dinner or whatever. I love those scenes. Cause you just sit there. It's, it's so great. You don't have to move around. You just eat and talk and have fun and sit on that couch. Yeah, I know. I always loved it. Oh, I must say like we, I appreciate the show because it's kind of brought us closer together. When we first started dating, that's kind of what she would watch. And kind of almost mm-hmm. every day, every night, kind of almost, it almost became like a background show as she was going throughout the night and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I would just, I just got hooked. And I was like, this is just so quick mm-hmm. and so funny and witty and the little one-liners and the things that the Paladinos just, those little innuendos every now and then that they would try to get away with on the WB or CW. I was just like, okay, this show pushes the envelope a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was, it's funny to me. It's just, it was amazing. Yeah. And that's what got me hooked. It's such a, a high quality comfort show that people must have it on at all times because nothing bad can happen on that show. Nothing boring really ever happens on that show. It's all, it, it, you know, if it's not, if it's not really dramatic and, and compelling, it's funny, it's lighthearted, it's, you know, it's everything. But anyway, all right. So, guys, uh, we have somebody waiting in the wings. Thank you so much for your questions. Uh, maybe I'll run into you out there on the ski slope when you get out on the ski slopes. Just wait. Thank you for just, just, letting us talk to you. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I enjoyed meeting you guys. And um, uh, and thank you for your questions. Okay? Yeah, of course. Keep yep. watching. Do. All right. <laughs> bye, guys. Okay. Bye. bye. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right, so next up we have Felicity, and she is a big fan, and she loves the deep dive into the characters and their growth and who they are. So we'll bring in Felicity. Hi. Hi, I'm Felicity. That's my sister. Hi, Hi. Felicity, and what's your sister's name? Madeline. Hi, Madeline. Where are you guys uh, calling in from? Uh, we're Toronto. in Toronto. Toronto. Wow. It's getting a little. Is it yeah. getting a little chilly up there? It is. It's insane. I walk into school with like three layers on and end up stripping down. <laughs> it's so weird. Right. No, I know. I know. Uh, so how, how are you guys doing? Um, great. Yeah. Now. Yeah. How long have you been fans of the show? For me, six years, I think. Okay. And probably like five years. Five years. Wow. So, so, so what, what do you have? What do you have for me? You get, you get some questions about the show? Season one, well, season one. Can I just say thank you for reading my email? Oh, you're very welcome. I didn't want it to sound too mean because I wasn't sure whether you thought I was criticizing you, which I was, but in a very loving way. <laughs> <laughs> you mean about the podcast? About yeah. the podcast. Right. Because right. Luke, you can't really change. Like no. that's done, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I Look, I, I, I knew I was taking a chance doing this because Luke is such an iconic sort of perfect guy. Uh, and you know, I'm a little different. I mean, I, I, and, and I, that's getting, you know, people are adjusting to that. I guess that's all it is. They're just, they're just sort of adjusting to it. You can't be, you can't go through your life that tight. You can't be Luke. It doesn't work in real life. I mean, that guy was so hard to play cause he was so tight. You know what I mean? He really, yeah. really was. And, and it, that's compelling to watch. Once in a while, when he pops on for an hour every week or however many times you watch a show, and that's necessary. And you get all that other color from all the other characters, but his color, he had to be, you know, he had to be those muted sort of earthy tones, right? He had to be grounded and earthy and weighty and tight and all that stuff. You can't live your life that way. You can, you can, you can be, you can be a great TV character that way and i'm sure there are some people that are that way but that's not me i mean that was that was an acting gig yeah totally and i just um i love luke and he is pretty great it just seems to me that he has a character arc like do you realize that like (laughs) no because i know you haven't watched it back right no watching it back i feel like you might realize this a lot more but the more i watch it the more uh, like the more it becomes clear that in season one, he gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And then he gets with Lorelai and he's become like this powerhouse and you love him and you love them. And then at one point, I'm not sure if we should say it. Say it. At when, one point. Don't edit like yourself. The, say it. Say it. When Vanessa Morano shows up, not going to reveal the character, but when uh, Vanessa Morano, a lovely actress, and she's so great and sparks fly and great. Awesome. But when she shows up, 
it was almost written to be this great character development with Luke and it seemed to be the opposite because the the more the more he got invested with that relationship the less invested he got in like with the rest and then it seemed like he was off base with himself is that just me (laughs) no 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 that she wasn't warmly embraced as a character and I think for the reasons that you stated uh very very uh very intelligently, by the way, you're very, very astute observer. Um, and one heck of a TV critic, boy, you might have a future. Uh, uh, my parents taught me well. Yeah. So, uh, obviously great influences. So, uh, uh, yeah, she wasn't warmly received by the fan base. And I always defended her because I thought it gave, first of all, she was great to work with. She was always prepared. She always knew her lines cold. She was perfect in rehearsal. She was perfect when we were filming, she was, you know, she'd bring her mom on the set because she was young at that time, and she had a little sister too, and they were just fantastic to hang out with. So it was, it was just such a a plus positive experience with Vanessa, um, and uh, the work was great. And I thought it gave Luke some depth and dimension, and I mean that's what it felt like at the time. I didn't know how it was going to land in Audienceville, and it obviously didn't land well. Um, um, and that's, you know, that's not for me to judge. I just loved working with her and I loved having her add another dimension to Luke. And there was, there was really no, it was, it was the first time and maybe the only time that Luke was given a little development, you know, in that way. So yeah, yeah. I was all and for I mean, it. I feel like we're the oddballs out because as much as I can criticize, as much as we both criticize these characters, we mm-hmm. still love to see oh, them on the screen totally. right, because right. each one has a little piece of that, uh, like a little piece of you. Like we were just watching the <laughs> season one finale. Right. And um, it was funny. Now I'm staring at the screen and she's going, but like, you're all like all these characters. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Are you're like all of them. You drink a million ti- uh, coffees a day and you talk really fast like Lorelai, but you also are so dramatic. And <laughs> I love uh-huh. that that's what we see when we watch it. And I also, this show is so, so well-written. Mm-hmm. because Incredibly well. And I don't think a lot of people nowadays understand that because we grew up watching a lot of old movies, hence the posters behind right. it. Right. Yeah. With Cary Grant. Oh, and- let me see what they are. Hang on. I got to. <laughs> if you see, there's Aud- Charade. And is that Audrey? Did you say Audrey Hepburn? Yeah. Damn, wow. Audrey Hepburn, Cary Grant, and Charade. To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, wow. And then there's re- Rear Window and oh, The Thin Man. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. And right. so when we're watching back, especially to not only see Marion Ross playing Lorelai oh, the yeah. first, but hear her on your podcast mm-hmm. after watching Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, right. It's fantastic. It's fantastic I, writing. It's so good. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's uh, effortless and breezy and free. And it'll go in places that you never expect it to go to. And it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. fun. Really fun. Um, what else you got for me? Um, okay. <laughs> Basically, I just I just wanted you to take a step back when you watch it. Because I see, like, you look like Luke. And you seem to be, like, regular guy, A+. plus. You know, you're great. But you always watch it and you watch it and as if you're like defending the Gilmore girls before you even know the full story. <laughs> so, so knowing like, what's knowing your problem the, guy? What do you think? We take it personally. <laughs> yeah. Can't you just be you a cold critic? And, and you're like, <laughs> fully go on. And you're like, Dean, who does he think he is talking to Lorelai, talking to Lori? But don't, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I am, I am giving a voice don't you think, in a way, yeah. to the fan base in a nostalgic way, because that was their reaction when they first experienced those episodes in the year 2000, right? Yeah, I mean, how many collectively, true, yeah. they probably all gasped when he said to <laughs> Lorelai, uh, well, is it my turn to speak? Can I talk now? Yeah, can I talk now? You know, yeah. I'm just like, wow, the, the, the cojones on this kid to say something like that <laughs> to Lorelai. Who's an obviously, you know, you know, the the mama lion there and uh, flexing her muscles to that kid like, hey, you know, watch your step because this is a small town. And and I think I'm just, I don't, you know, I'm, I've never seen it. I legit have <laughs> never seen the episodes. Right. I'm, I'm, I was there right. 15 hours a day, 12 hours a day. You know, 
I don't want to consume it when I come home. I, I need to just shower and eat and go to bed and learn my lines for t- tomorrow. And that's all you have time to do. You don't have time to do anything else. So the last thing I want to do is watch the show. Um, <laughs> Um, but now it makes perfect sense. It does. I know something from Felicity. And are you Madeline or Madeline? Madeline. Madeline. Wait, first of all, Felicity, are you named after the iconic television character? I am actually not. Everyone but I have so. watched the show. And let me say, I got some notes on that. <laughs> Should we do a podcast on Felicity, even though it's not on? <laughs> so I won't say your ages, but you both look young. So are you under 20? I'm, we're both I'm under 16. 20. Yeah, I'm 19. <laughs> So here is my question for you, and and thanks to Riley, we're going through all the pop culture references. So as you guys watch the show, do you know most of them? We do. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or are some, do you look them up, or are they confusing, or do most of them make sense? So most of them we understand. The ones that we don't will typically go to our mom because she's the one who is like full of knowledge about the old movies, old TV shows, stuff like that. And so she'll usually fill us in. And then Felicity has a list going yeah, of I do. all the movies we have to watch to understand all the references. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. We ended up watching a bunch of old classics like Bringing a Baby and The Way We we're like we're not huge big fans of, of like Barbara Streisand, but we had to watch um the way we were <laughs> and Funny Face. We had the DVD yeah. of, but strangely we had never seen before, and it's Lorelai's favorite movie, so we <laughs> had to watch it. <laughs> and then we're getting all of these extra clues, and it's we put a lot of effort into understanding <laughs> the uh, pop culture references because every time we go back, it's so much funnier. Mm-hmm. It's so much funnier. That's a hundred percent true. When you get the references, it changes the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. And isn't it wonderful how Gilmore is really a, a, in a certain sense, a love letter to great literature, film and TV. For sure. You know, it really yeah, is. Yeah. And even like when, when Tristan exits and Chad Michael Murray goes off and they find their own way to like put an ode to a literature in his, in his new show. And that's, it's so great because these 2000 shows, they're so touching to they're listen to. They're just so much better than shows nowadays. Really? Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like them. You two are adorable. We do like to compare ourselves to Lorelai and Rory <laughs> because she's parenting me. But <laughs> but sometimes she's more Lorelai with the, the spunk. <laughs> Anyway, guys, you, you're a lot of fun, and uh, you know we should we should have them back on. They are insightful. Yeah, we're keeping your info because you guys yeah. are amazing. Yeah, you got to come well, back. I on. just had one question. Yes. I wanted to oh, know you got to get to the question. I, yeah. Sorry, I I wanted to know um what like what you see as Luke's biggest flaw. Flaw. Yeah, yeah. What what you see is his biggest flaw, and which decision it comes out in that you'd want to go back and change. <laughs> Sorry, that's loaded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's just one flaw. I think that, um, well, he's a bit closed off, isn't he? I, 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 he wouldn't be Luke if he was open and friendly and happy. And I, I just, I think he's just a dark. <sighs> Look, he's a Northeast kind of guy. He's a he's a throwback kind of guy. He's a, you know, only the northeastern part of the United States can produce a guy like that who's just so steeped in 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 historical significance i mean stars hollow is an historic town i grew up in a historic town in southern new jersey i know what that's like but um uh with all the eccentric characters and the 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 closeness of the community and the smallness of the community and how important that is and everybody being accountable and i just think that he he just seems i don't know if it's a flaw but it seems to me he suffered and it's the way I always played it, uh, that he suffered, you know, uh, extraordinary trauma. Uh, uh, and it, whether it's emotional or whether he's just too sensitive a guy and he's covering up too much and maybe whether the breakups of Rachel and girls before him have caused him, you know, to, 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 to sort of grow this very hard shell around himself and be so guarded. Um, because, it, and I think that's why it's so compelling to watch him drop his guard and, and attempt to be uh, um, real and honest with his feelings uh, towards Lorelai. And uh, so yay for his flaws, you know, yay for his damage. And it's all very useful in a dramatic sense. 
and a comedic sense. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, you guys are fantastic. It was great talking to you. Great meeting you. Uh, I got a feeling, Amy, we're going to be in touch with these two. These are these are <laughs> these are astute young. I'm just saying, if you ever have to go on vacation, I now know who will be filling in for you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe if I have to go on vacation. I'll come fill in for you. I think no I problem. think we have some superstars, some budding superstars here. Uh, anyway, so nice to meet you. Guys. Great meeting you, girls. So, so nice, nice to meet you. Okay. Good talking Bye, to you. Take care. All right. All the best. So next we have Justin, and he was a Warner Brothers tour guide, and huh? the two of you actually briefly met at a pop up for the Gilmore revival in 2016. So we'll bring in Justin. Justin, I can hear you. I can't see you, bud. Are you still working over at Warner Brothers? No, no. I was I was there uh, like 2011 to like 2013. Okay. So it's been a little bit. Yeah. All right. And we met. There's photographic evidence of this. There is. Yeah. I think, I think it's actually, it's like five years to the day because it was uh, October... I only know this because I was doing scrolling back through my photo roll um, and it was right around the revival because there were some pop-up shops that Netflix had done with the coffee yeah. shop. So we met there. Oh, you, and, so uh, we met in Beverly right. Hills at that pop-up. Correct. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I think if you, uh, if you Google your name and Netflix revival, like there we are. Uh, okay. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. That was God. There were a lot of people there. Wow. Yeah, they were. That was shocking. I know. The cops were there trying to clear the street. They were like, get out of the street. You know, it's like, hey, wait a minute. These are Gilmore fans. Back off. (laughs) (laughs) I think you had come out at one point to like meet the overflow crowd Mm -hmm. because it it was way more than people were anticipating. Yeah, it was was triple what anybody expected. So you have a question, bud? You know, being on the on the back lot i guess and from my perspective and obviously many things i have filmed there were were there anything that you while filming like uh found interesting about the particular sets the practical sets or about the studio in general that um maybe you wouldn't know before or other people wouldn't realize no because at that point i was pretty much a seasoned uh, actor i'd been on a lot of sets um and uh you know the thing that did impress me and surprise me the most was the size of our set i mean we took the the entire back lot at warner brothers i mean that it was just an extraordinary amount of real estate and it's just for that one show and warner brothers uh you know they're producing I don't know how many they're producing 30 shows a year on average, right? Uh, they're not all shot at Warner brothers, but there's, there's shows on sound stages. There's, but I mean, we took off this massive chunk of real estate over there. Um, and we had sound stages that were ours and dedicated. I mean, it was just really a big commitment on the studio's part. Uh, and that's the thing that, that blew me away. Uh, when we got there was like the size, the amount of real estate we had, the recreation of uh, Unionville up in uh, Toronto, right, uh, to create that. And it was just so, it was a replica of the place, and it was stunning. Um, I didn't know how good the, uh, the, the, the construction crews really were until I got on that set. I went, this is extraordinary work. Uh, and it helped us to believe that we were in these places that we had shot the pilot in. It was it was extraordinary. Um, so yeah, that's probably the, the biggest impression that hit me was the size of it and the detail of it. And then was your was your apartment set was that built inside the big practical that that high school area or was that yes. in the soundstage? Yeah, no, that was the high school. It was inside the high school. Yeah, yeah. I was always impressed just you know being on those sets every day and bringing people around. You know how much work went into making that look like stars hollow or you know any other small town that they that they made it look like there's a lot more work than you would think watching it you know Mm -hmm. at home on screen so i I always try to uh 
impress that upon people mm-hmm. when visiting that it, it takes a it, it literally takes a village. Yeah, it does. No, like, it's it's hundreds of workers that are you know high end people who are great craftsmen building all that stuff. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Anyway. Listen, uh, we got to go. We got one last guest. They're waiting in the wings. It was great catching up with you, man. And uh, all the best to you. And thanks for your questions. Thanks, Scott. All right, buddy. I'll continue listening. Okay, thanks, right, man. Appreciate care. it. Bye. Uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Riley, what do we have? We have uh, another guest. Yes, we have our final guest, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. And uh, fun story, her and her best friend, Kelsey, um, this is the show is what has kept them close to each other throughout their childhood. And um, Kelsey and Jacqueline haven't seen each other in years because Jacqueline is active duty and stationed across the country. So we'll get a little more on that. Here comes Jacqueline. Jacqueline, hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm so excited to get to chat with you. We're excited to have you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so you have a friend that is a, a military p- person. I'm a military person. You're a military person. Right now. And where, where are you stationed? I'm stationed in Northern California. Gotcha. Um, Alameda. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for your service, first and foremost. And thank thanks for watching the show. And uh, apparently you grew up with somebody who, and you remain bonded over this show all these years later. And tell us a little bit yeah. about her. Um, her name's Kelsey. She's my best friend from high school. We started swimming together when we were 14 and uh, we've stayed in touch all these years and she lives in New York city. 
Um, so I actually got to visit her last month and that's when we, we emailed in. Um, but we send each other stuff back and forth about Gilmore all the time. Like any random, you know, posts that we see about it. She was the one that told me about this podcast. Um, and then we'll send like little games back and forth. Like she'll randomly text me and be like, Hey, watch episode seven of all seven seasons. And we'll just kind of, kind of like go through it like that or look for the clown pillow. And so it's just kind of connect, kept us connected over the years. Oh, that's very nice. We won't very watch nice. our favorite episodes every time we're together. Right. Right. That's, that's terrific. That's true. And that's been going on for how many years? I'm sorry. Did you say 10 years, 10 years? Wow. Decade, a decade's worth now. of Gilmore and bonding. That's wonderful. Um, do you have a, so do you have a specific question or you just want to chat? I do have a specific okay. question of mine. So when we were like talking about our Gilmore games that we sent back and forth, we were wondering, did the cast have any games um, that they like played to pass the time on set or any shenanigans they tried to get away with while you were filming, you know, when the days are getting long and the nights are getting rather silly. Well, um, you know, most people just read. Uh, really? Yeah, we would read a lot because uh, it was so much time downtime right they'd bring you there let's say you had one scene to do in the afternoon they'd bring you there early in the morning because they didn't know if they were going to get to the other scenes and maybe they were going to move your scene up or somebody's scene up to the morning and they were there ready to go already through hair and makeup and wardrobe and the whole thing um so that's the job the job is that what they pay you for is waiting around and it's a lot of that were you reading books or Newspapers, reading your uh, magazines, oh. books, yeah, what have you. I mean, I... It's because it was the days before we could watch shows on our phones. Correct. Oh. Correct. Um, and we all had television sets in our trailers, but I don't think anybody ever watched them. Uh, we, had, we had phones we could call China with, but I don't think anybody ever used them. We had fax machines. I never received a fax, you know, in, in my trailer. But we had all of this stuff. Um and uh, I, you know, I, I at one point played some practical jokes on a few of the cast members <clears throat> over the course of a couple of seasons. I nailed somebody's shoes to the floor of their trailer. <laughs> they didn't appreciate that too much, so I stopped doing that. I put Vaseline on the toilet seat of a certain cast member, and he fell in and got stuck. Your name, nameless? Yeah, they will. They will. Uh, and I'll take it to the grave. I'm not going to, I'm not coughing up the info. Um, you know, just little stuff like that. And, uh, just to keep it lively a little bit. I don't know if it was, uh, all the way appreciated, but I tried. So <laughs> <laughs> we got to stay entertained somehow. Yeah. And it's a lot of pick, you know, you go to the craft service table and you pick around the food a lot and, uh, you eat bananas and you eat grapes and then you start eating junky stuff and but it was usually pretty good spreads and there wasn't un, unhealthy stuff at all but um you know you could eat too many bags of chips and get a tummy ache right um you just you just don't realize how famished you get when you're on set and you're just like burning up all this energy and just because you're not running or being physically active you, you don't realize how hungry you get and you just sit there and start wolfing down large quantities of food standing up and you're like wait a minute i'm really hungry do you have a favorite do both of you have a favorite episode one episode episode two hands down with the the lorelei's first day at chilton no that way. Is by far my favorite it was i would say it's like contender for top in this series too hmm. i just love it i think it's so funny hmm. My uh, second favorite would be when the when they all reunite after uh, Rory like moves out of the Gilmore house and they all have that argument just kind of going back and forth and they rehash everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the other contender. Those two are top spots. Oh my god, that's so random! You bring that up. I stumbled on that on YouTube. Are you talking about the? I, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, but are we you talking are. about the Friday night dinner and they like cut to another scene, cut to another scene, and she's like, "I'm not quitting the DAR." That one. Yeah, and then and then Lorelai's all like, Mr. Gilmore is like, so how's Luke? And he's like, oh, he has a kid. He just kind of sits there nodding. So funny you're bringing that up. <laughs> I weirdly saw that on YouTube. So stay tuned, everybody, because in a couple of years, we'll get to that. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to that. This one. is good sorbet. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> and they're all drunk and ripping on um, Logan's dad at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. But my favorite line from season one is definitely when um, it was like, from, it was from kiss and tell. And I remember you guys were talking about this episode, but this line, I don't think it got brought up. And I was just like, no, it's my, it's the best when 
Rory tells Lorelai about her first kiss and she goes, and you said, thank you. And Rory goes, yeah. And she goes, well, that was very polite. And I just lost it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> now, do you, do you tell people about the show? You try to turn them onto the show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've gotten many people involved. Really good. I work even like on the night watches. Sometimes we'll just have like random TV shows on. I've learned that Gilmore comes on at three in the morning. Um, so when I'm on the night watches, we'll put that on and my like fellow watch standards will be like, wait, what's happening now? Or like, we'll come back a week later and they've missed like three seasons because it just keeps playing. And I'll be like, wait, I thought she was dating the other guy. Mm -hmm. it's pretty great. All right. All right, Jacqueline, it was fun. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for your email. Keep them coming in. Keep listening. We love that you love, love the show. Uh, and uh, we appreciate your time. Okay. Thank you. All right. Good meeting you. Nice to meet you. All right. Take care. Are Gilmore fans the nicest people on the whole planet? They really like are. literally They're delightful. That, everyone is the sweetest, kindest, nicest I, people. I'm telling you, it, oh you know, gosh. every person that has stopped me in the last 21 years, it's, they've been just really great. They've been delightful. The sweetest thing. I get why people love it. Cause it's minus, just a, like minus a couple emails, you know, minus a couple <laughs> But that had nothing to do with the show. It had everything to do with the podcast. <laughs> so, Scott, as we are wrapping season one, yeah. we wanted to start a fun new bit. Okay. Okay. What is this? I shudder to think. Every few weeks, we're going to go through the the reviews of the podcast. What? And read them. What? So, Riley, we've got, we're not going to, we're going to do a couple good ones, a couple bad ones. <laughs> Here we go. So, what kind of, what kind of music? What do you want? Something soft, something nice, just for under Riley. Reading these uh, reviews, some will be painful. I'm addicted to it, but I'm not really impressed by the host. Mostly I find them annoying, but I love the guests and pop culture. The iHeart producers are the worst, namely Riley. She is too young and uninformed about the show and pop culture, culture overall. How are you hired for a job about a show you haven't seen? And to go over the pop culture you aren't aware of? The good. Love the banter and the behind the scenes info. Particularly, particularly like the deep dive into characters' motivations. Honestly though, Riley is the real MVP. I just finished my umpteenth rewatch of Gilmore Girls when this podcast started. I am now watching all over again, one episode a week to follow along. Hearing Scott's genuine excitement at the first time viewer is my favorite part. Cannot wait to see how he reacts to later seasons. <laughs> see, some are good. Some are pretty good. Yeah. So keep them coming because we will read them. We take note of them. We will try to improve in season two. We'll try to be less annoying. <laughs> nah. <laughs> this is the theme song for this bit. Hey, everybody. Just picking on my axe right now. We're going to be back. Breakdown season two. Just get a little groove on. And I think you're all groovy. Can you groove with me? Oh, yeah, let me take you. I love you. All right. Excellent job. All right, guys, listen, uh, we have got a very special treat for you all, a, a virtual event that we would all like you to attend. Uh, it's called Are You All In? It's an I Am All In Friendsgiving live virtual podcast with me, and it's benefiting St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital and Baby to Baby. 
Come celebrate with me and my fellow stars, hollow friends, for the ultimate holiday celebration Thursday, November 11th, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We smell snow, people. Come join us. It's a smell-a-thon. It's going to be a big event. Uh, general admissions, $15, VIP tickets, including a Q&A with me and the guest, $25. Um, and we can't wait. We are really, And we'll keep really revealing our guests each week. Yeah. But we already announced mm-hmm. Mrs. Kim, Emily Kuroda will be here. Mrs. Kim, Emily Kuroda mm-hmm. will be on. So next week we'll reveal our next guest. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's been a it's been a it's been a really fun ride, season one. Can't wait to start season two. Hope you'll come aboard for season two. Uh, I know you will, I trust you will. Um, you're the best fans on the planet. Thank you so much for uh, downloading and uh, sending in your very insightful comments. And as a show, we grow when we read them and we're exposed to them. So thank you uh, for taking the time and caring. Uh, we we really do appreciate it. Anyway, thanks, everybody. We'll see you uh, next time. Episode one, Sadie Sadie, season two, episode one. I am Scott Patterson, and this is the I Am All In podcast with iHeartRadio and 111 Productions. Stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com, grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.